0: Because we
1: got the alternative energy right. nuclear free autonomy. We and what welcome we to the radioactive show, produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne and heard nationally on the Community Radio Network. Welcome to the Radioactive Show, produced on the unceded lands of the Worong at 3CR in Fitzroy, now Melbourne. I'm your host AC, and today I'm sharing an update from two anti-nuclear activists from the Philippines. These talks are from the No Nukes Asia Forum that happened in Taiwan in September 2019. Our show producer, Mara Bonacci, was at the conference and recorded the talks for us. First up, we'll hear from Professor Roland Cimbulan. Uh First
0: of all, let me uh, take this occasion to thank uh, the uh, Taiwan Environmental Protection Union and also Mr. Sato the Don Asia Forum for uh, this uh, invitation to uh, uh, participate and uh, share our views in this uh, annual conference of the Nonukes Asia Forum. I'm uh, Roland Simbulan, and uh, since the early 1980s, I have been very active in the uh, anti nuclear movement in the Philippines, both against nuclear power plants and against nuclear weapons in the Philippines. Uh, The uh, history of uh, the Bataan nuclear power plant in the Philippines, which uh, was a major project of the Marcos dictatorship, uh, is also the reason why I would like to say that uh, our struggle against nuclear power plants and against uh, nuclear weapons is also a struggle for democratization uh, in our countries because I believe and based on our experience that if there is open debate, dialogue, and discussion about the issues pertaining to nuclear power plants and nuclear weapons. These machineries and instruments of death will never be constructed. Now in the Philippines, the Bataan Nuclear Power Plant was a project, a major project of the Marcos Dictatorship and uh, uh, this was their think tank. The uh, Philippine Nuclear Research Institute, which was supposed to be a branch originally of the Atomic Energy Commission in the Philippines. Uh, today, exactly today, September 21, uh, you mentioned that here in Taiwan it is the 20th anniversary of the uh, uh, disastrous uh, earthquake that occurred here uh, in 1999. In the Philippines, September 21 is uh, remembered as. The 47th, today, the 47th anniversary of the declaration of martial law and the installation of the Marcos Dictatorship. So it was a, for us, if for you, it was a, a earthquake disaster. For us, it was a political disaster because the it was the beginning of 14 years of the Marcos Dictatorship. And this, the Bataan Nuclear Power Plant, was uh, the most, Significant and biggest uh, project under the Marcos dictatorship. Uh, the uh, this is a map of uh, part of uh, Luzon, no? and this is the Ma- Manila Bay, no? and the Bataan nuclear power plant is just here, located here, and it is not so far away from uh, Mount Natir, which is still a very active volcano, and. On the uh, western side is the Manila Trench, no, uh, and as described earlier by one of the uh, speakers, uh, this area of the Philippines uh, is part of the Ring of Fire, no, the Ring of Fire. So as you can see, the the uh, Batan Nuclear Power Plant, which uh, whose construction began in 1974, no, it was to to be constructed fully by 1979, so the dictatorship was able to build uh, this. No, uh, this was the time when it was still being constructed, and this is the photograph after it was after it was uh, uh, finished. No, and here are some uh, photos of uh, the time it was being uh, built, and they were. Uh, these are all, uh, some photos that we were able to we were able to get from the archives. No. Uh, and, uh, so, the dictatorship was able to build the physical plant of the dictatorship. But because of the resolve of the people's anti-nuclear movement in the Philippines, which was also an anti-dictatorship uh, movement, no? this power plant that they were able to construct, was never operated. No? You see, the Marcos Dictatorship planned 10. It had a strategic plan to build 10 nuclear power plants. And this was the one in Bataan, was supposed to be the first one. And we felt and believed that had they been able to successfully operate this plant, our plant, it would not be the last. Definitely not. So these are, these are some of the interior uh, uh, areas, uh, last year, this was a photo taken by the uh, non Nukes Asia Forum because they would not let the uh, group come in, no? But normally, the uh, this power plant, by the way, the Bataan Nuclear Power Plant, uh, because it has been mothballed after the downfall of the Marcos dictatorship, although there were there were uh, several attempts to have it uh, rehabilitated and so forth by other governments, but because of people's initiatives, it has never been operated. No, now uh, normally, normally now people can visit the interior of this plant. That's why our Department of Tourism, since uh, 2011 uh, initiated what they call nuclear tourism, where visitors, both local and foreign, including and especially students, no, may visit the plant. But of course, you have to get permission and uh, pro- give your names. No, uh, uh, so this is what you see inside. No, what what, what most some of you missed seeing no? the interior of the. Of the uh, 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 nuclear
1: power You are listening to Professor Roland Simbalan giving an update on the anti-nuclear movement in the Philippines on the Radioactive Show. This talk was recorded by Mara Bonacci who attended the No Nukes Asia Forum in Taiwan in September 2019. In the second part of his update, Professor Simbalan talks about lessons learned from the anti-nuclear struggle in the Philippines.
0: Now here, I'd like to share some of our lessons uh, because I've been in the anti-nuclear struggle uh, since uh, the early 80s. And from from 1987 until the late 2000, I was the National Chairman of the Nuclear-Free Philippines Coalition. Uh, Some of our lessons are the following that I have uh, summarized here. Actually, the details are in the uh, booklet. the conference. First, solid organizing at the national level and local communities. Of course, in the Philippines, in our experience, the initiative started at the local, local communities no, uh, upwards. Second, involved all sectors, including students, teachers, local officials, church people, etc. for a broad popular struggle. Now, it has to be broad. No. Third, Wage a cultural struggle to simplify and popularize our message through songs, plays, film, film, comics, etc. No? Because, uh, you know, we, sometimes this issue uh, at first seems very technical. No? Of course, we have scientists on our side, we have uh, academics on our side. But this has to seep through the people's consciousness. No? That's why I think, it's uh, in our experience, it was important to pop- simplify and popularize the message. Fourth, initiate legal proceedings in courts as well as initiate lobbying for legislative efforts to institutionalize victories. Fifth, initiate a campaign locally and internationally against the financing of harmful nuclear energy technologies. We also waged an international campaign because the supplier of this uh, was Westinghouse Corporation, American Corporation to be financed by the US Export-Import Bank as well as American uh, Bank, uh, the Citibank USA. So we waged also a a campaign uh, against the financing Six, activate worldwide networks for international solidarity against the global nuclear mafia because here we are dealing with a global uh, mafia, the nuclear industry. And that's why we have this organization such as the No Nukes Asia Forum, this network. Not just here in Asia, but we have similar movements in other parts of the world. Seventh, creatively critique the nuclear power and fossil fuel energy paradigm, but also popularize alternative renewable energy sources that will not bring harm. To the health and safety of the people. So these are some. Uh, I just want to share some uh, photographs of our struggle. This was these photos were taken, uh, old photos taken during the still during the Marcos dictatorship in the 70s and 80s. No? And uh, by the way, this is a poster of a an anti-nuclear band. No, that was uh, uh, that went around. You know, play. It was called Nucleus, no? So this was a poster of their concert. No? Dambuhala means monster in Morong. Morong is a town in Batang Province. And uh, we also initiated debates, no? Uh, debates such as this one. Well, this one was initiated by one of my classes in uh, the University of the Philippines, no? Uh, but uh, where are uh, There were debates uh, among uh, uh, schools. uh, uh, Lectures. We also initiated many lectures, and actually, the the, uh, I think it's very important really to uh, popularize renewable energy, especially. These are we have old photos here, for example. uh, uh, here uh, yeah, between, you know, the nuclear uh, free philippines coalition and uh, yeah these, these are some of the local leaders of, uh, this was just last year taken last year in bataan some of you. this is an old photograph of a uh, march in bataan province you see they they built a uh, a paper machine <laughs> of uh <laughs> the Bataan Nuclear Power Plant. There uh, is a local uh, local uh, forum no, in uh, Bataan Province no, a few years ago. Because there was a proposal by uh, some legislators to to uh, uh, Activate, no? well, rehabilitate and uh, activate the Bataan nuclear power plant. But we believe that uh, so long as there is uh, dialogue, discussion, open debate, no? the people will, not accept, will never accept a nuclear power plant. So some posters here on the right side, no? uh, March uh, several years ago. A torch parade, and uh, in the Philippines today, uh, we have uh, a, a few laws. No, this one uh, is important. No, There's a law prohibiting importation, storage of nuclear waste, other radioactive matter, and the Renewable Energy Law in uh, 2008. And I think these are very important initiatives to institutionalize and legalize uh, banning uh, the possibility of nuclear. Uh, material in the Philippines by the way the Philippines uh, has a constitution that bans nuclear weapons in the Philippines and uh, after uh, this uh, constitution was uh, written uh, as part of the fundamental law of the land we were able to encourage our government in the early 90s to initiate the Southeast Asian Nuclear Weapons Free Zone Treaty among the 10 ASEAN countries so that by 1995, the Southeast Asian Nuclear Weapons Free Zone Treaty became a reality. And we believe that this is a concrete step towards banning not only nuclear weapons but also banning nuclear power plants. So this is a poster of the Nuclear Free Philippines Coalition. So thank you, uh, Again, uh, and uh, Mabuhay.
1: That was Professor Roland Simbulan, an anti-nuclear activist from the Philippines, giving an update to the No Nukes Asia Forum in Taiwan, recorded in September 2019 by radio show producer Mara Bonacci. In the next part of the show, we'll hear from DJ Jan from Nuclear Free Bataan Movement in Philippines, who was also at the conference.
2: By 2009, there is a more aggressive push to uh, promptly open the BNPP or put up a Philippine nuclear uh, program in my country. So the state of affairs is that under Duterte, we do now have a Comprehensive Nuclear Regulatory Act that was passed January of this year. When we had some of our friends here, when we hosted the non Asia Forum in the Philippines by November, December of that year, uh, it, there was an infrastructure review made by the International Atomic Energy Agency in my country that said that, okay guys, we're going to review your uh, legislative framework and what you have and we would need one uh, legislative framework that you have passed. And second, we would need a favorable public opinion to make uh, so that we you can seek our help to build and support a nuclear program in the Philippines. So i would say now that we they already have the legislation in the bag. Okay, so now that they're working on the favorable public opinion portion, um, as you know, uh, there have been they have been rehashing the the old. Uh, arguments that the, it is the cheaper, greener alternative, and they have even um, rehashed the false analogy about radiation from the banana, and radiation from nuclear power plants. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, that has been going around, and they have. If you can, if you are on Facebook, you can check out Clean Energy Philippines. That is their one of their mouthpieces. It is unfortunate that the department. Uh, the department of energy and the department of sciences technology which is uh, partial to reopening the plant has uh, made um, a memorandum understanding with the russian state the energy corporation rosatong uh, if you ask the russians it will take three to five three to four billion to rehabilitate the bnpp if you ask the koreans it's around one billion um but uh, since 2010, 2010, which is under the tail end of Phil, uh, Philippine President Gloria MacPagal Arroyo, uh, they have identified more than 10 sites. Okay, so now uh, what we're saying is the push, the aggressive push to put up Duke plants uh, in the Philippines is coming from the Russians and of course the Koreans and the Chinese. So, as you know, the push is to make the power plants smaller, like the, uh, the floating power plant that recently uh, was put into operation last July. So, they're looking into that. And according to the president of the, the, that company that is eyeing a power plant in Tawi-Tawi, they are looking at nuclear as an option for off-grid areas. So of course that is uh, along the uh, sales talk of using uh, floating uh, nuclear power plants for remote areas or archipelagos like my country, the Philippines. So the challenge is now how to sustain the resistance. Uh, if you are not aware, the Philippines has stopped in the survey of Global Witness as the most dangerous place for environmental activists. We have displaced Brazil for the first time. So last, last, uh, uh, in the past years, there were more than 30 killed. Uh, I would like to say that in 2016, on the first day of office of President Duterte, one of the leaders of Limay town, it is a town in Bataan, who was very active in coal. For reference, uh, up, but when the push for coal died down for a while, they uh, researched with uh, pushing for coal, uh, sorry, for the push for nuke. Nuke plants died. They pushed instead for coal. And uh, in Limay town, if you can just imagine, it's a town right by the doorstep is the coal plant. I have been there and it is like a few banana trees and then there's the coal plant. So you can just imagine... Uh, what would happen to the people who are living around the plant. Uh, so they're having problems with their skin, their problems with their breathing, their problems with their kids. Uh, they're having headaches and so on. And of course, the San Miguel, which operates the coal plant, says that it is all uh, either in their imagination or they've been sick with that before. So as I said, um, Gloria Capitan, she's the leader of the local organization, died in the hands of unarmed men, July 1, 2016. First day that President Duterte assumed office. Okay, so, uh, their local organization remains at risk. And of course, with now, uh, with the atmosphere of uh, impunity, with the atmosphere of violence in my country, you can just check out your, on the president's orders. It's in YouTube. Uh, to see what I mean, uh, it's it's a challenge to continue speaking up because when you say you're anti-something, the government is gonna say you're a red or you're a communist, you're a threat to national security. So of course that is not no, uh, that's not true because as uh, Gloria Capitan said that um, she was doing it for her four grandchildren who was always sick when the plants came on to went online you no know? so we could just imagine how how it would be if it was a nuclear power plant you know, if they're living with a nuclear power plant so let me end by saying that of course as the as the move it's the world moves towards more rightist um, tendencies Uh, no more than now do we need to stand together to see a victory for a world free of uh, of nooks of oppression of any sort of exploitation and we have hope we have small victories let us hold on to that and let us um, move forward
1: Absolutely. Thank you very much. That was DJ Janwe from the Nuclear Free Bataan Movement in the Philippines. I'm AC and you've been listening to The Radioactive Show. This show is produced at 3CR in Nar, Melbourne and distributed across this continent via the Community Radio Network. The Radioactive Show is made possible by the financial support of Ace Nuclear Free Collective at Friends of the Earth. You can download Radioactive Show podcasts on our website www.3cr.org.au forward slash radioactive and if you need to contact us call at the 3CR station on 03 9419 8377 or look us up on Facebook. Thanks to Mara for making the recording used in today's show and also Michaela Stubbs, fellow Rad Show host who stepped in to finish producing today's show so I could stay home with a cold. We'll go out on a song by Filipino band Dame called Globalization. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Keep washing your hands and together we'll continue working towards a nuclear-free future. Ai xa mặn bài Thanks for listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We rely on the financial support of listeners like yourself to keep going. If you'd like to support diverse voices on your radio, go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online.